podcast number 61. Yeah. So I've got like, since we're kind of going down a little bit more of a, on a negative kind of side of the spectrum of emotions, this is all uppity weed. We've got some Durban poison or uppity hemp. We got some ghost train haze and um, prodigium. So figured we didn't want Anna getting too angry today <laughs> on this podcast. So, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Could you? I mean, doesn't this like take half, take up half the fucking joint? We never right smoke here, this the last goddamn... fourth of the joint, so I think it's gonna be okay. All right. That's a pretty good point. That's a roll a little fatter than I mm. have been. You're I was gonna say it is kind of a hog leg there. <laughs> the baby leg. Got some meat on it. Now Anna's being environmental. She's like saving, saving the, the end, right? With like my handy dandy notebook, <laughs> electronic notebook. That is actually pretty cool. I have things and I don't use them. I'm so like old school, but I would maybe use something like that. And there's like different kinds, different tablets. There's cheaper ones depending on what you need. Well, the ones that I've used, you know, it's all like pixelated when you write, so you can't They've read it. They've definitely uh, gotten you, you know what I'm saying? You know how you uh, use a stylus at a, you're signing a credit card or right. whatever. It's like, yeah, the old you can't school. fucking read that shit. Right. And these are nice now. Yeah. I have like an art one. And it's mm -hmm. super nice. Feels good. And there, and it, it feels more like paper too. It's and it's real super accurate. Glassy like those are. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's really accurate. Wow. Yeah. So that's the difference with the art ones. They feel more like paper. Uh -huh. And you can get different levels of, of paper feel. Really? Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so is the is the stylus different too then? So like you mean like does it got like a tooth to it? Does it got a Yeah, it has tips. Mm -hmm. So you can get felt tips. Yeah, you can get different tips. <laughs> you have to replace them after a while cuz mm -hmm. they get yeah. used and worn. And there's pressure mm -hmm. on them. There's yeah. everything. Yeah. So it the adds one, the more one I have, it's like an art one. It's mm -hmm. a Wacom I think they call it a tablet. Mm -hmm. And so it does a bunch of buttons on the pen itself, like a mouse. Yeah. So then you're kind of like, you know, they have a lot of control of other things as well. Does the surface then of the um, pad, is it textured? Mm -hmm. A little like, bit. The, the screen is a little bit. Uh -huh. like, there's a, like, like there's the a tooth of a paper, like yeah, of a, it's a little, drawing yeah. paper mm -hmm. or something yeah. like that? Mm -hmm. Wow. Not, you know, it's... It's not like paper, but... But it'll give you more, kind of like a feel yeah, of that? Yeah, it's not like glass. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it's just I'll pretty nice. to check that out and see. Yeah. Yeah, and it is crazy how much easier it is. Like, I've been doing some, like, painting sketches, you know, where I just do something really quick to learn something from it. And there's no paint cleanup. There's no <laughs> setup. Not, you know what I mean? Like digital well, especially if you're just, know. you know, thinking about stuff and yeah. composing or brainstorming. Yeah. And, and I don't have to, if I want to pick a color from a from a reference, I can just go color. You, know, you don't have to like mix it to get I don't it. have to mix it and look at it and put it, you know. It's like, it's crazy how much easier it makes everything. Life's getting easier. But it does that's have a good its, thing. It does have its other things. Like some of the digital art that people make is like crazy. There's so much to yeah. it. There's layers and like then the ones where you can zoom in on one part and yeah. you keep zooming and zooming uh, and zooming. And I feel like those are 
Do you know how they Fractals. make those? I don't know how they make it. Because yeah. I feel like it would be a video composition more so than... That's interesting. Um, mm. Or maybe they just... Yeah, maybe. I mean, the, the it, fractal, the fractal ones—that's literally just a fractal—is a is a mathematical algorithm, and it only generates how far you zoom in or out, right? So just you know, once you zoom in, then it like runs the. So thing. how big would a file like that be? Then? Good question. You know, that's interesting. Like not big at all. That's like one thing that fractals do. I remember, um, I tried out this music program. What's that guy's name? Brian Eno. I don't know that who dude? that is. He was like kind of a producer in the 60s, 70s. He, he did produce some songs you would know. Maybe he's affiliated with like Talking Heads and like that kind of era. Um, and he was experimenting with generative art, music, generative music, which meant all you would do, it came from like, there was this game that was supposed to emulate what life is like, like cell growth or something. And it was just like a few rules. So there'd be like a bunch of cubes or squares on a screen. And if two cubes touched, then those would make a third cube. And then if a cube was by itself, it would disappear. And there's like four rules or something. And then you just press run and it goes. And it creates and it like, the fractal. And it looks like things growing and dying and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it looks like. Kind of like those wave things that, you yeah. know, like expand and uh -huh. then, right. you know. Yeah, it starts to look like if you did like fast forward on like, like like mold growing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like something like that. Yep. And so, so you only need a few pieces of information, and you can run this complex. And so he did it with music. So you would just say what key it's in. I don't. You know, he had a software program for it, and it would generate a different song every time you press play, and you would just like have some rules involved. And he thought that that's what phones were going to be. He didn't. You know, realize that now you can put fucking 20, you know, high def movies on your phone. But he was thinking about small data. And then every time your phone rang, it would be like a slightly different ring. That I guess you wouldn't know it was your phone, but this was like part of his thing. Yeah. Hmm. It was a cool idea, though. So it's like that. So it's a really small amount of information. Okay. Make something super complex. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to look into that because I actually don't know how they make those ones. Those yeah. you just keep zooming right. in, and it's like a whole new. <laughs> I've been seeing these, but is it? But when they zoom in like that, when when it's a whole new thing, it's all generated through the software, right? With it's, what I'm talking about, maybe she's talking about something else. Okay, so it, would I'm it be something that paintings. you you do, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like, it's like it's like a guy will draw a. a, a really dope picture and then you zoom into the eye on the character and inside the pupil of the eye there's like a whole nother world a whole nother drawing and then you zoom in but the person specific thing on that drawing does the the drawing yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah i don't know how much you know I, so i've been seeing a, okay. a lot more ai generated art on so what does AI generated art look like? Um, well, most of it's like really bizarre looking or they'll like, they'll say, I want a painting. Supposedly they can put, you know, I've barely looked into this, but supposedly they give them prompts. They say, I want to see a pillowy clouds in red in a mount, mountain landscape. And then it, and mm. then it'll put in inputs. Like I want it to look like a Van Gogh painting or a, renaissance it's like doing collage 
it's interesting. Yeah, you're picking like the style. You're picking the subject. You're picking some things because mm-hmm. otherwise it doesn't know what to do. And then supposedly it just boom, and it's weird. Like I don't know if I could pull some up, but it looks weird because it's like it'll look like a library, but when you look at it, it's not anything. Mm-hmm. It's like lumps and like uh, it's really weird. I'm yeah, good. It's like yeah, I'm good too. Yeah, so everything looks a little odd. So things will look like people, but they're not quite right when you like pay attention to the detail. And and they make a lot of videos like that where hmm. it's just this constant. It'll be thirty seconds, and it's landscape after landscape. Mm-hmm. You know, you go there's a building, and you go in that window, and then it's another landscape, and then there's a like you're saying there's a monster or something, and then you go into that eye, and then it's another. But landscape, it's all it's all computer interpretation. That right? one that one is. So would these things, like, would the artist have to input all of these? I don't know if he would have to, but I know that he can build off of it. I think I think you can. Yeah, you can. I'm talking about ones that just does it itself. Uh But I think there's other ways you can't actually draw it out. Because in my mind, and I don't know how those are made. Once again, but in my mind, I would probably create a video using layers of art that I've created. And so, yeah. like, you know, it would look like that is what mm-hmm. is happening, but I don't know. Like, I It's don't probably know something it like that. Or you would just like zoom in on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it would be a video. <clears throat> you would just keep zooming in, and then you would zoom in on the window, and then on the other side of the window is the next layer, and then once you get exactly. through that. And you just need certain frames to transition. Yeah. Um, well, this uh, one's different because, like, yeah. when it starts zooming into the eye, you already see the other right. thing. Right. But you could do it's that. Not like, yeah, you, could you do that, can though. make that happen. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. animation. It'd be like, you know, it's, it's animation. Yeah, but I don't before. know. I mean, I don't know, yeah. but I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, we are just talking to our astronauts to figure out how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody I've, knows, I have zero direct idea. us in right. the... I'm asking questions on it. Towards, uh-huh. towards the because answer. Because to me, it would seem like that's a lot of art pieces created mm-hmm. right if it's not computer generated right right because you have to then unless you could just zoom in though on one piece that, that's what know? i think they're doing it's yeah. just then like you just make you, one you landscape literally just zoom in and then right that just blows the pixels in that do you think it's just amount of pixels per inch yeah it somehow adjusts or? it because it's not going to zoom in like photoshop where you eventually see pixels it'll have some way to make it look smooth Right. right. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the, I'm curious. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we got there from the stylus. Is that how we got there? It's amazing, though, man, the, mm-hmm. the technology. I mean, right. when I was in photography school, we were just getting into digital. Like, mm-hmm. I graduated right. right as digital. Me, too. There was, was one computer <clears throat> in my photography program at, at UCD, mm-hmm. or at a campus. Well, one computer. We I'm talking like actual like digital backs on cameras. Oh, oh, digital cameras themselves. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. right. Yeah, I don't think I saw any of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was all darkroom film. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I was probably like the end was like, I, and I'm pretty sure the next year, the next couple of years, it was like computers. A whole room was just computers. Yeah, it happened well, before. Quick. It was all enlargers, right? Like uh, our, um, you know, first kind of run with this was you would do more like collages mm-hmm. and then you'd blend them you, you know what i'm with saying the negatives like on yeah so you'd have you you'd have your right. whatever images we would do 
more like color transparencies and scan them. Mm. And you'd have to scan each individual, mm-hmm. you know, one. So, you know, the process took a while to, to get those things but done. But then you would get the collage on one piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, so, but paper. then you've got to, like, you know, in Photoshop, you would be oh, you would blending Photoshop, it. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you, there was no computer suggestion on mm-hmm. doing it. You know, it didn't give you... Yeah, that's what, like, that's what Photoshop was at first. Mm-hmm. It was, like, mostly collage. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Photo editing what? on there and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least that's how we used it. But I started it, like, I think it was, like, two or three, something like that, way back when it was pretty... Photoshop two or three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. What is it now? I don't even... I don't know. Yeah, now it's just, like, a website. They just say it's right? Photoshop. Yeah, up, I mean, they Adobe. might have, like, version, update, whatever... Yeah. Right, because, uh-huh. <clears throat> because it's probably all just little updates. Is right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I used to have cracks for software, and I would always have to keep them and back them up. Right, <laughs> but now you just like subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, that was. It's funny how fast the technology like. Yeah, it's changed. Great. You mm-hmm. know, because I was in on before there was any of this technology. Yeah. You know, like way back in the day. One friend of mine, his dad worked for the Air Force, so he had that old computer that had the floppy square disks. Did you guys floppy ever see disks, those? Yeah. 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 And, you know, so you'd have a big old case of them, and right. video games were real fucking archaic. You'd yeah. have to play it with, like, the... The arrows, the arrows or the W and the, and the yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. That was, like, an educational one, right? Was it in that school? Yeah. In Carmen San Diego? Oh, yeah. I used to play Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Did you have those? They were, and like, there was really... Uh, there were computer games mm-hmm. in school, but they were, like... When I was there, it was, like, super you know low graphics and then yeah. a text would come up mm-hmm. it would just show like a picture of her <laughs> yeah. and then like a text would come up and you choose like do you go to san francisco or do you go to and what was like, another one that was educational i think it was like omni or something i can't remember mm-hmm. but it was similar to mm-hmm. um to those two to right in san diego I'm, I'm like really one of the <clears throat> most computer like illiterate mm-hmm. people that I know like mm-hmm. I I know a little bit but mm-hmm. I use those things less than I should you know I, I, don't know, really, I, think I really I'm need also, to get up on yeah, that's technology. cool but I, I'm I'm going through the opposite mm-hmm. right now because I'm you know I think I, I got like overloaded I don't even think it was anything on purpose but that you know with the social media and then I'm, I make a playlist I was thinking of that. that was another thing I do Spotify oh music I'm listening to music that's a good thing but really I'm like collecting and like always take you know what I mean and I always have some podcasts in my fucking ears you know what I mean and I'm like all you know so I'm start and then you know all these things I don't know if I you know like how we're talking we're all using Amazon now and then it's like all these boxes and then small businesses go out of business and then all these problems that arise because of that so i've been seeing more and more the the thing to do like we've been saying is like person to person rather than online communities you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. i think um you know i've mentioned this idea uh, this guy jonathan pajot talks about technology as a thing that like gives you power it's like something that that covers you is how he puts it i've been thinking like a mech suit like i was trying to think of this today like if you if you could if you had to climb a mountain right one thing you would do is you know like let's say you're not in shape you got to get in shape 
you gotta maybe be prepared. You know, you gotta learn how to do ice fucking climbing. You gotta like have a, you have to have skills. You would have to do all these things to get there, right? Um, or you could be really smart and make a mech suit, right? You know that is like in a robot like thing, mm. right? Yeah, the mech <laughs> like, suit like protects Halo you. Or like super strength and shit. Yeah, you know, like there's been a movie. How about Alien Two? Remember Alien Two when she kills yeah. the alien at the end? Mm-hmm. She's in that thing. Yeah, that's like a mech suit. That's like an old school. You know, so just protection. I mean, Iron right, Man right. has a mech suit. Iron Man's a, yeah. There you go. That's like the new school. Yeah, totally. And it, yeah, um, and uh, so then that person could just climb the mountain, right? So the way he puts it is it's like it allows you to go further and further into the world of danger. So maybe like the farthest end of it's like you're in space and then you're in a spaceship and even the air is deadly out there. You know what I mean? Like you spend 10 seconds out of your little encapsulated mech suit thing and you just die, you know? So... And then, so it gives us, so technology gives us power in that kind of way. Um, and then, uh, and the dangers from it too, because then you have like possibility for nuclear war that wasn't possible before, um, that kind of power. It, there's a lot of unintended consequences. It's external um, a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's external. I that's think right. that's where there's the difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where like, um, people are getting like totally fucked up you know Mm -hmm. because the more you go out i do agree it allows you to explore and um kind of get out but Mm -hmm. there's also the part of missing i think coming in you know and And so it can weaken you even the physical feel of climbing the mountain of touching the mountain of connecting with the mountain of like suffering with Mm -hmm. the mountain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gives you a different experience than just Mm. ascending the mountain you know what i'm saying and i think that that's where people are really getting fucked up these days is because they want to ascend the mountain without right connecting with you know it's it's like when we were just talking you know doing things that on the stylist because it makes it so much easier and it makes it so much Mm -hmm. and that's what all of it is all of it makes things easier Mm -hmm. but isn't there a different connection with you know getting the paint out and fucking setting the process and mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you got to set it up you got to prep it you've got to so is it because you haven't earned it like there's some sense yeah you have to earn it you know what i mean like like the genie in the bottle thing uh you know you get three wishes and then you choose some you know mm-hmm. but the consequences that happen because of that is like you fuck things up right <laughs> i think so i think it makes um, people angry i mean literally you know, kind of it because you don't like touch, you don't connect. Mm, right, you don't right, fucking. Mm. It's more in the head. It's mm-hmm. more like ideas and. I mean, think about like Matrix, right? Mm. With martial arts, like so, if you could just implant you being a fucking kung fu master, master, <laughs> right? Right. And then you got to work to get to be a master. There's going to be a whole different appreciation right. mm-hmm. for that level mm-hmm. yeah. of mastery that you've got right mm-hmm. and maybe you could go further you know being the guy who just mm-hmm. becomes it mm-hmm. but you know i i don't know i mean i don't know what that that does like because it can launch you into different places so to speak mm-hmm. but then you never experience 
kind of who you were, right? So you miss that. I mean, think about the whole past two years with people being isolated and locked down and, you know, on the computers more. They say there's more health problems, mental health problems, you know, all of that mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's a huge, I think, lack of that, like, struggle, that, like, fucking... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah connection Mm -hmm. you know everybody's afraid of dying which i'm Mm -hmm. not saying that i'm like this guy like who's not afraid to die or anything like that i'm saying that with this scare of this virus we want to do every single thing possible to keep ourselves safe uh, to be safe right right? and it's like at some Mm -hmm. point you got to accept Mm -hmm. that so there's a part of it the living is the risk that goes along with it right i mean that's what makes living valuable if there was no if we couldn't die, I mean, mm. think about, you know, people say sometimes, think of, you know, what you would try if you knew you could not fail, right? Hmm. But I don't know if that really pushes somebody to try something mm-hmm. because, you, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like you can you can do it. Part of the thing with trying something is that there's a real, you know, if it's something that's a challenge, a real mm-hmm potential that you could fail even well it's interesting too because i mean life would limit you like so you know because what that makes me think if i couldn't fail Mm -hmm. then i'm able to do things i'm not able to do so that's what that suit is like i could be right you know what i'm saying it's like you cannot fail yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and maybe that takes you into other realms and then you have like but are you then a person anymore Mm. you know what i'm saying because then you've lost all of that connection I think it's Maybe a little bit... Maybe we want to evolve out of that. Right. I, I don't know. I like the idea that you haven't earned it. Like, um, that if you get there too far, if you get too much power, right, and you're, you know, and you're like a greedy, selfish prick, <laughs> you know, then there's a problem, yeah. you know? I think, you know, that I remember reading about... Uh, there was a time when I was, like, getting into, like, Indian stuff, yoga, and I was looking for the, like, magical side of it. Like, are these gurus legit? You know what I'm saying? Are there, you know what I mean? Can you, like, uh, some of the supernatural stuff? There's, like, guys out there that can, like, uh, supposedly, like, materialize, like, ashes. You know what I mean? Just in the room. That's, like, a part of some of the things they do, for instance. You know? Um, he makes, like, uh, things appear. Things fall from the sky. Have you seen yeah. where they're, like, yeah. chanting and they're changing the color of the flame and raising oh, okay. there the you intensity go. There and you stuff go. like that? Uh-huh. No, but, yeah, similar stuff like that. Mm. There's that one Javanese chi guy that supposedly make fire out of a newspaper. You know, he could like, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like into things like that. And they, you know, and so I read a bunch of books about people that went to India and studied with this guy. And, you know, I mean, some of them like just like biographies, some of them kind of like fantasy stuff. Um, and they had a thing that they wouldn't, before you could attain the like powers or whatever, you had to go through like intense uh strenuous mm-hmm. you know you had to have that shit like burned out of you because it, right it goes right. back to if everybody could get to those spots then it's not mm-hmm. it doesn't have any value at least in the way that we comprehend or create you know like um yeah believe as far as how values earned you know that's a, i mm-hmm. think a big problem with what's going on in society today is Things that are hard to earn and get 
are wanting to be evenly you know distributed mm. and yeah takes mm. a lot of that okay, yeah. you, you know what i'm saying i think it's yeah. happening yeah. on these well, levels it, it, that's interesting that, that's so true because it would take again some some structure that we've built to mm-hmm. be able to do that otherwise you're in tribes and if you get if you can grow food you can eat it right but if you can't then you're fucked or you know what i mean yeah like that's again there's like rules to life but if then if you know if you had the structure to be able to be communist that takes an enormous like amount of power to do that right to like distribute everything amongst millions of people over huge areas and yeah i don't think right? it can be done mm-hmm. Maybe not, but <laughs> I mean, I think it's well been I think it's been proven. Like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying that it's it's another form of that power. And then, like you're saying, like you know that yeah, there's some relationship. It's hard to see the thing about when you give people too much like social welfare that that actually hurts them. It's that similar thing of that anti fragile thing, right? When you like give someone that protection of the system. And that's why, like, all the, you know, uh, protesters and shit can, like, say fuck everything. The only reason they can say that is because of vast amounts of competence and power and layers of people getting food and making electricity and, you know, making house. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like, still protected inside all of that. Um, uh might have just had a stoner moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah where was I on the communist shit the structure that it takes to do that oh yeah the anti-fragile right Um, it's a similar thing like there's like a layer of uh, if you if you protect people too much you hurt them that's that concept and then um, when technology gives this kind of protection and so like if you had a mech suit you'd probably get all atrophied like uh, that Bruce Willis movie where they're in the pod yeah Right, and they just live a robot surrogate. Surrogate. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's coming. I think a lot of people want that. I think a lot of people. Don't you think that, like, the more you see, like, look at the foods that we eat, because mm-hmm. that's our basic, like, building block, right? So you start to see how all of this stuff is shifting us into this mode mm. of, you know disconnect mm-hmm. right into this new you know because everything's method of synthesized yeah everything's like this it's like easier it's everything tastes every piece tastes <laughs> exactly like every other piece yeah there's whatever. no <laughs> like i mean i read this thing that made a lot of sense that you go buy like a bushel of grapes right and there's no bad grapes right they all taste good they all taste right. the same right right and so how you know, everything's being homogenized mm. where it's the yeah. same. Right. Because what happens when, you know, like everybody's fat, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start to become the same. You got the same characteristics. You have the same approaches, the same mm. methods of thinking. It is yeah. what it is. It's not like there's not people that I know who are in that category. I'm sure there's a few because of illnesses, right? But that think different you know what i'm saying a lot of their methods a lot of the ideas because the results are the same and so when we stop moving and we're just collecting you know 
you kind of overexpand. You over um, mm-hmm. mentally, I think. You know that mental, like clutter weight gain of just collecting shit and not being able to mm. really process. And there's so much information out there now yeah, like that you don't have to even like. You, you know, you can watch a YouTube video on doing something, and you can get it pretty quick. And I know that's a powerful learning tool, but you deprive yourself of the actual process of learning it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's some truth to that. It's yeah. such a hard, that's hard to line to. I worked a um, property management gig for about six months. And uh, the guy just hired me and my, my buddy Elmer on a whim and we didn't have any experience in that you know I had no carpentry experience like we were doing tiling and you know recarpeting and putting down hardwood floors and shit like that and neither of us had any experience in it so first day on the job we're both like he just dropped us off at a location with all the tools and the equipment he's like <laughs> I need you guys to figure this out yeah put, put yeah yeah and he knew too he just <laughs> took a chance and we both were just in the corner YouTubing different shit, figuring out how to fucking put tile up. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. You know, a few weeks in, we both had learned a fucking whole new trade. And then I mean, there's value. I think there's, I think we there's also value. Did it, though. Right. We also did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, it wasn't. We we right. definitely fucked up the floor like once or twice and right. had to go back and redo right. it. And, well, yeah. I've been there. Like my friend, and I have a friend, and I do tile with him. Yeah. And every time we're looking at videos to try to get it better, we're like, and then we don't do it for six months. And then it's like, oh shit, I forget what. what do yeah, we but do as a tool, I think is it's yeah, yeah, yeah. valuable. It's but both, as your, yeah. you know, as your primary, like um, mechanism, I don't know. I I think mm. what we're seeing. This is my opinion, because we've got to look at the amount of people who are overweight, the amount of people who are fucking mentally like stressed out. You've got all of these anxieties and. Uh, just that angst that you can feel it brewing in people. You, you know what I'm saying? And again, we're in Colorado, man, and this is one of the most laid-back states in you know in the country as far as um, mm-hmm. yeah. the activity level and the, the yeah the style of life. And too. you know we're healthy. <laughs> we got weed, <laughs> so pretty about you know valuable thing. But. Um, Shit, I lost my <laughs> too. People are fat and unhappy. Yeah, but okay, so you, <laughs> but you see all of the depression, right? You see all of these things that you can't look at society right now and say, we are fucking doing it right. We're going in the right direction. We've got right. the right, you know, approach. And so if we're looking at that and we're saying, okay, there's a truth to that. Then you got to look at causation. You got to take it back and say, okay, what could be causing these things? Well, the things that I can see is we're not moving as much, so we're wearing those suits more, right? Mm-hmm. We're not well, the as the car in, is the suit, the car yeah, life. Saying? I mean, right. think yeah, of yeah. how easy it mm-hmm. is to just have something delivered to your door. Right. I know it's convenient, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but exactly. you start to you're armoring yourself from right. all of. Yeah. these things that and normally more and more, you have to more and more online yeah. oh why not just zoom the meeting yeah you know but, I mean? like, but how many right. guys would go out and shop that you knew most of the guys i knew didn't but like now you can because you can be online <laughs> right. and you don't have to go uh, through that 
lame process of shopping. You know what I'm saying? So there's all of these things that it just makes it so you just disconnect. It's always easier. Mm -hmm. It's always easier. It's always going to be seductive. It's always going to be for a reason. It's kind of like the, um, you know, the whole digital passport thing and how that's maybe going to get connected to the crypto, the currency and that whole thing. It's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be easier to pay your bills. It's going to be more safe. It'll, you know what I mean? It'll, uh, you know, in, in one respect, like obviously the for the, the government, it's going to be more safe. Yeah. They don't, right, because they can just take it from you. Yeah, and right? they, yeah, well, yeah, and they yeah. can track everything. Um, but I'm saying that though, you're but it'll be seductive in that way. It'll mm-hmm. be more safe. Like uh, somehow the passwords will be easier to be kept. You only have one password that you can use for everything. I mean, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I don't know the details, but it'll it'll be seductive and it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, I pretty much stopped using cash at some point like a year ago. I'm just like, just Venmo, just Venmo me. You know, for a while there, I was all cash mm-hmm. with like my lessons. You know, I always, you know, uh, wanted cash at least. I would do other things. And then one day it's all digital and it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't trust it. You know, even without people take you know supporting truckers <laughs> you know i still don't trust it i never yeah. trusted it and what happens you know another thing with the the you know with all this is i heard uh, brett weinstein said there's a hundred nuclear power plants in america and each one if the power goes out melts down mm-hmm. right i know there's you know we've talked about the positives of nuclear stuff but this is like the negative so and then what happens if there's like a x flare or some shit you know how you know because we're so reliant on everything you know it's like if it goes away it's fucking zombie apocalypse Mm -hmm. right like if like imagine if somehow all the electricity and we couldn't turn it back on right i heard i don't know if it's true like it like burns some chip like an x flare or a or a emf or whatever Mm -hmm. There's some kind of chip in like all these things. Yeah, well, and they say the, the grids are fucking. Yeah, and then the very more, attackable, right? You know, and very um, vulnerable. Yeah, there's one dude, Michio, Mich, Michio Kaku. If you heard of him, he's another kind of like scientist podcast guy. He's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, and he did a thing of like maybe ten years ago where he he had a plan to protect the grid from EMF for like it was like a couple trillion dollars or whatever, and they turned it down. Because they'll always say, oh, just, you know, we'll take care of that later. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine, though. And then supposedly the more the smart, the more the objects, the whatever, the coffee maker and the door uh, lock, the more those things are smart, then they have those chips in them that can, like, get burned out. Mm-hmm. Right? So the more you get dependent on the thing, once it goes away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because if, you know, once there's no food in a supermarket, which lasts what? Two days, you know what I'm saying? Like when twenty. I mean, look at what like. happened at the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Like yeah. I, I was in Cake Supers mm-hmm. the other night, and I overheard the manager tell one of the employees, like he was like trying to keep it on the hush. He was like, "We are out of flour in the back." He said, "We're going to be out for two weeks," and he, and he was mm-hmm. like, "We're low on white rice right now," and he said, "We're probably not going to have that for a couple months." Yeah. And he was just like leveling with this dude. He was like, yeah. "We might be out of bread in the next couple of weeks." I was like, what? "It's going around on Twitter. People are saying yeah. that like, well, food shortages are like next." Or, and then um, there's like that bird flu. Have you heard about that? Yeah, like, yeah. so I guess they're calling a lot of chicken and turkey and. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think from Wyoming Convenient. down through, you know, like uh, the Midwest. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard to see if like the world's getting crazier, yeah. or are we just aware of way too much? Well, that like, see, we just wouldn't have heard about that. that. World's getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it that's is too. I, I agree. I agree. But yeah. you know how it can be confusing. But, in but that both. Way sometimes. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, thing that's so yeah. like that people don't understand. And again, this is why I think people are losing their minds because there's too much happening, mm-hmm. right? And yep. there's and like, too much information, too like much it, information. there's too much access to that information. Yeah. So if and you would have never heard about, you know, these different things, like if you would have never heard about the, you know, what the King Supers guy or whatever guy was saying and then, you know, mm-hmm. put out a tweet on it or something like mm-hmm. that, then all these other people would have never heard about it. And right. at least there's some like reprieve from not having that much of a bombardment well maybe the way it used to be maybe is like there's a system that works and it filters information right because someone who's knows how to have the rice guy talk to the dude from japan you know what i mean (laughs) there's like things that you know that work it out and we would never come across that information because it would be deemed not important it, nothing is like coming through this is important this isn't it's just like everything yeah it's just the you know? floodgates like, are open like ukraine it happens I can't, too much too i'm just fast. like i'm just fucking agnostic you know uh, what i mean I'm, you know I'm what i mean out, like what i'll, I'll you watch know? russell brand when he pops up <laughs> right. i'll watch a couple breaking points videos yeah. just to, it's just crazy, but i'm like dude. i can't even absorb it because i'm like there's so much weird yeah. stuff happening it's like i don't know who to trust or anything well, you know i mean it feels very obvious what's happening and mm-hmm. see this is this has been my theory lately uh, is like when people are confronted with the reality of the world economic forum and the the things that they've openly stated that they plan to do and then people want to dismiss it as a conspiracy conspiracy theory and then they'll say things like like i, I i've i've heard this for at least a decade where people will will dismiss that that there could be some sort of global control, and say how how could they have that sort of coordination? Uh, we have they'll they'll use the reason that we have too much access to information that we would know about it, or that the media would talk about it, or it would be too big to ignore, whatever, um, or that somebody would slip and and you know spill the beans about it, and it's like. Well, right now, if you look at exactly what Eric was just saying, how much information is coming out on a day-to-day basis, you don't know what to believe anymore. And they, 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 the media is so good at just inundating you with so many different perspectives of the same story that you can spin it so many different ways and then everybody starts arguing about what the truth is. And then everybody is. has to spin it. Everybody has to have a take. Yeah. What's his take? Well, how yeah. did they, what would he use to out of but then, you, but then you like yeah. flood people with fear and these and things it's, it's that overwhelm like them. And it's so yeah. then they can't watch make, it play out yeah. on our phones. And they can't make a decision anymore. Right. So what do they do? They you can't freeze. tell what's going on. Yeah. You know, you can't, you know, you need to, you need to be able to interpret and that's where, again, if people worked more in the process, more in connection, then they would have better times of dealing with this stuff. And I'm not saying that technology and, and a lot of these changes aren't necessarily a positive or a negative. What I'm saying is they're all a negative when they happen at, at one time, right? And it's like, and so because you can't adapt, up and like yeah, you can't that. adapt to it, mm-hmm. but. You know, here's the reality. I was talking with somebody else about this this morning, and we were talking about 
just people that we've known in the past. And so where there's, you know, he was telling me about a friend. He, he's friends with a lot of entrepreneurs, but this one guy who works kind of in the same financial position that he's worked since he got out of college and he just kind of stays in that nine to five job. He doesn't like his life. There's nothing new. There's nothing exciting. There's nothing, you know, that motivates him. And he's just kind of that same guy that he's always been, right? And so the thing is, we need a lot of those people, right? It, it's a reality. I don't want to be somebody that's like that. And you trade things. You trade security. You know, I mean, you guys are all on your own as far as making your own income. And so you know that sometimes it's like, am I going to get through this? But it's different than just being in that routine. And most people want security, right? They want safety. They want comfort. They want these things. But man, uh-huh. it's happening so fast that I don't think they realize how much it's changing them, you know, like how uh-huh. much it's hurting them, at least being a person. It's almost like they don't want to be human anymore. They want, you know, a that. different... I think it is. That. Yeah. Deep down, there's some part of that. That's that transhuman thing. Well, but we try to be so above it. This is where I'm always saying, like, we try to be above violence instead of accepting that violence is a thing that we enjoy, right? So let's enjoy it. Let's just enjoy it in a responsible manner. But if people did that, then we wouldn't really have a whole lot of violence. I mean, if, you know, if you're a society of warriors, everybody's going to know that, oh, man, if I'm fucking with this guy over here, it's a fight. It's not like me just being a you know predator finding some you know finding some prey and being able to get that easy mm-hmm. thing. And so, you know, the more that people make that connection and make themselves um, capable, right? It's just like when you're saying if there was one of those like flares or you know X flare, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are those uh, bombs called? Those uh, EMP. Is that what EMP? Is that <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, people. I mean, people don't even know how to cook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's like, or make well, a fire. how are you going to get right. any kind of chance? You know, yeah. you're going to be prey, totally. right? And how 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 uh, dire do you see the situation that you start like doing that shit? Mm-hmm. Like, when when do you start? Well, stocking up food. When do you start? But I think a, the acquiring of skills and in, in the process mm-hmm. doesn't right. necessarily have yeah, to be right. with you know the intention of there's going to be an EMP bomb and we're going to be yeah, yeah, going back to the bigger picture you know yeah. like mm-hmm. dark ages right. it's like I think it's just the connection the more you know where your food comes from it's your source right it's your energy source so it's one of those important things it's not you know, I don't necessarily need to know where my gasoline comes from. I know it's important if we're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, like purchase from what mm-hmm. we would consider ethical countries, but we don't. So, you know, it's kind of a moot point. So I don't really care like mm-hmm. where that comes from, but that's not fueling me, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's a, a higher importance on, you know, what you consume and how you consume it mm-hmm. because we're still you know, humans, we're still in, in that mode of connection. Yeah. Unless we're in the, 
matrix and the goal is to disconnect right so yeah so that that is like the big story i can totally see it like Mm -hmm. that like because i'm saying we should be relating more person to person you know you should get your eggs from this dude and then yeah right you know this guy makes fucking badass journals or styluses Mm -hmm. or something like (laughs) (laughs) um and then the other side of that that's like and then there's like actual community there Mm -hmm. right those are actual people that you know and you know their face and their name and stuff um, and then there's like the digital part and that there's some difference between those two things there's some real world aspect to what you're saying and then it's hard to really define what that is you know you're saying connect to something you know and violence is a part of it there's an animal nature to it as well do you yeah. think a lot of people though want to stop being like human you know what i'm saying do you do they want to transcend in their mind so. to something yeah. better. I think so. Because so. they don't want to suffer anymore, like we were saying yeah. earlier. Yeah. They want to be in the matrix mm-hmm. because in the matrix you can be anything you want. Right. You could be you want to, you might be able to be a furry on Earth, but in the <laughs> Matrix, you're a fucking This might sound you know. extreme, but my theory is that because we're not in the wild anymore and there's not predators killing us on a daily basis that people that would not have survived in the wild are now roaming the earth. And those are the people that end up at the bottom of the human food chain. And they're, they're just fucking depressed and sad and don't enjoy their existence. So they start fantasizing about being furries and zebras Mm. and zers and zebs. But those people have, you know, pretty much always existed since, there's been like civilizations as far as, you know, like, let's say big cities right. where you're going to have that. And Some I think people, it's... the system, like, just because it's so, it, it kind of covers everybody up a little uh-huh. bit, right? Yeah. And you can kind of exist off of the system a little. But for the populations, then, I think that that's such a necessary part. It's just, I don't want to be that part. Like, I want to be, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side of it, the mm-hmm. more... Yeah you know, connecting. So, but I wonder that is that an incorrect thing? Because, you know, like a lot of people want to transcend violence. We want to be above it. We want to be, you know, get away from it. Now, I believe in violence. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I enjoy it. But I think it should be you know taken responsibly um but is it do you think it's better for the evolution of people to transcend violence or do you think that violence is such a necessary part of the experience that we need to have to -hmm. transcend being people you know know, i think it's like um violence is so there's a problem with the term right because it's like what is what does it mean right um and i think it's like closer uh connected to like maybe just suffering in general right because you could say that um you you know i mean they want to say that words are violence and things like that because they cause pain and hurt right um and you could like undertake actions that cause the same amount of like physical harm as actually punching someone in the face or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it would be maybe hard to see the dividing line a little bit, 
Um, and so, you know, that, that, so violence and so, you know, Buddha said like suffering is like the number one thing, like first truth, life is suffering, right? That's like the, uh, some main part of life. And so life is violent, right? And so what they want to transcend is they want to transcend the body, you know, they, they don't, they want to be totally in their mind. Um, that type of thinking wants to be totally in the mind. But do they you know? want to transcend? Does it want to transcend like all human experience? And like, so what about sex? You, you know what I'm saying? Because you would say that that becomes a more positive than and necessarily that is more violence. In the body again. Yeah. Right. So is it yeah. like to transcend that to, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Is that the level of letting go of, you know, your humanity, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. And I wonder, right. is that the direction that is the evolutionary process? Or would the evolutionary process be, again, to take some of that in, but maintain the groundedness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like something, you know, nowadays, I've just been thinking like, because that's that Kurzweil, right? Mm-hmm. Ray Kurzweil, and he has the his whole thing is he wants to up and the singularity, this thing that's coming up. But his whole thing is he wants to project his mind into a robot, into the into a computer, and then he he'll he'll be immortal. Mm-hmm. And when you hear him talk about it, it all comes from his dad dying, and he couldn't do anything about it. And he's you know, and he wanted to find a way to like bring his dad back. Could he copy his neurons? And it's all this like pain and grief. And fear, though, of, you know, like Mm -hmm. not losing. See, that's the thing where I think that atheists struggle, right? Mm -hmm. Where people who have a belief, even if you were a fucking Viking and believed in Valhalla, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's something then to, like, give you solace or at least Mm -hmm. that there's a big adventure ahead. There's a big something crossing. There's something to look forward to. There's, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's not just over. Mm-hmm. So I got to do yeah. everything that I can to preserve it because maybe, yeah, exactly. you know, that's again, seeking that eternity, if you mm-hmm. will, without earning it and yeah. is going through yeah. the human experience in its entirety, the important path to that, or is it, you know, everybody's trying to fast forward it. And I think that's what technology is doing mm-hmm. for us is like fast forwarding it. You're trying to skip right. so much of it yep. to get to mm-hmm. a place you're missing where the point. it's just like mm-hmm. a false thing. It's not even real. It, the one way to see it is it's not even possible. I mean, like the idea that you could just exist without your body might not even make sense. You know, it, it could be like... Yeah, because would it be a whole different you? Because, again, a lot of you is what you feel, right? Mm, you mm. connect algorithm, with. Right? Hmm. The world or... No, the, whatever the, the replacement is, whatever the thing that lives on. Is right. essentially just an algorithm. Right, and are we algorithms? So then it makes you think of that, too. Mm. Are you just an algorithm of neurons? Right, and if you are, then maybe it's better to leave this as quick as possible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That's why we, you would think that yeah. way. That's why you would think that way. Because it is, again, it's nihilistic. Mm-hmm. It just leads there. Like if yeah. you just follow that thought, it just goes to life's meaningless. We're just matter. We're just an algorithm of fucking, you know, slime. But then what, what's the opposite of that? 
the people that don't think that. Mm. Um, well, they they believe in purpose and and meaning, and they believe in things that are eternal, that don't just die, stuff like that. I don't know. I can't quite get at it, but it's like some kind of spiritual thing. That's mm. the opposite. Yeah. Um, so, do atheists yeah. believe in spirituality? They, that's I, that's a good. That's a good yeah, I mean, <laughs> and yeah. Sam Harris does. Mm-hmm. Right, because he meditates, right, and he's been to fucking meditation retreats and Buddhism. And that's why they like Buddhism, mm-hmm. because Buddhism is more scientific. It's the Buddhism that's been filtered through, like all of the all the gods are taken out. It's not like Tibetan Buddhism where there's fucking demons and. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just mindfulness and 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 uh, it's been stripped of all the like folk elements. Uh, and so all we get is is that side. So they they like Buddhism for that reason. So does yeah. like he believe in like enlightenment? Do you think? You know, because that's kind of the yeah. eightfold path to enlightenment, right? right? So yeah. is that you know a process that if, bet, if you reach enlightenment? I mean, would an atheist? Would somebody like him? Do you think he would describe it as still um, your enlightenment is still like you? Or that you've transcended that, and therefore you He doesn't even think you exist. Yeah. Right? Your ego doesn't even... The self doesn't even exist. Uh-huh. He thinks it's all connected, right? And you're predetermined. Predetermined, and then that there's no... There's actually no center of self. Mm-hmm. Right? He says all, all, there are, all there are are things that appear in consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, thoughts just, just appear. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no thinker of the thoughts. It's just you know, like, it, it's interesting yeah. because... Like watching him and Jordan Peterson debate, I always tried to think I wanted to align myself more with the character of Sam Harris, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I more about calm that. and yeah, yeah, yeah. composed. But you know, the more like I got into Jordan Peterson, because for a while there, I got you know into the um, fact that Jordan Peterson would sometimes lose it. Right, mm-hmm. but I think the you mean that he the, would start crying. Or? Y- yeah, the emotions <laughs> would come out. But I think right, Jordan right. Peterson rides the rail. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. he could literally go off the deep end. Yeah. Sam Harris, I don't think would ever go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I think he's way off the fucking deep end, right? Because Jordan <laughs> Peterson, being on that razor's edge, makes him human. And then, as I started to reevaluate my thinking on that, I'm like, there's no way I'd want to be like Sam Harris because there's no connection. You know what I'm saying? Like you get punched in the face and you're that guy who just walks through it. I want to be the guy who can fight my way through it, but who's not just going to walk through the punch in the face and just be stone cold, stoic, fucking, Mm -hmm. you, you know, you see those guys and it's like, at least me, I look at them and I'm like, man, I don't know if they have a range of emotions. You know, I don't know if yeah, their range is only, yeah, right here. And that's... Yeah, yeah. He's a robot. I totally thought it was like Jordan... Pe- I don't know what Jordan Peterson would be, but Sam is just like a robot of logic. Yeah. I am the most logical, you know. Right. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> right. Jordan um, Peterson would be like C-3PO who was all like, you know, he was kind of neurotic and, okay. you know, would make mistakes and then freak out a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I think, um, I really think like online, a bunch of people went through what both of us went through. Cause mm-hmm. I kind of went through that too. Like, yeah. cause I was really into Sam Harris's podcast back in the day. I, watched, yeah. I listened to everyone. I was really into him for a while. And then that, that clash happens. And then it's a whole bigger picture too with Dawkins and, uh, the other atheist guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then Jordan comes in the picture and then all of a sudden people are like, it's like flipping over. There's some, some there's some group online that's like that, mm-hmm. that, um, and then it's even, you know, other guys too. There's other, there's like a, a corner of the internet that's like atheists that have become interested in spirituality. Mm-hmm. They, they were atheists and right. now they're like, um, looking into the things that they never would have thought before. Well, well, and there you go. Like, at least for me is like, I could look at Jordan Peterson and be like, I could be like him. You know what I'm saying? Like I could way easier align myself with that, you know, than I could with Sam Harris Mm -hmm. because there's no mistakes. I fuck up all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's no like, enjoying you fucked up i mean i you look at sam harris and i wonder if his day has any highs or any lows or if, mm-hmm. if it's just all on the so it sounds yeah and maybe right i mean do you think that's a better place to be like from my understanding of life is I would say, no, man, I like the, you know, I like the ups and downs. I like, I, I mean, it's great just feeling it when you're on and then having a reference to feel when you are like not, right? Because that makes you feel like you're on. When you're, you know, rolling and you got a great roll and you're just like fucking catching all the moves, you're, you're pressuring right, your transitions are great. It's even sweeter when you experienced where you were getting kind of smashed, your movements were a little bit late, you know, you were a little bit off. You have those moments, then when you get to those good moments, it's like, okay, this is what it feels like. So you can keep moving up. But if you're already there, Again, you're like, okay, well, now I'm here. What, you know, what fun would it be for Sam essentially to even have an argument? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even seem like he would have an enjoyment out of an argument. There's a lot of fun in an argument. I mean, mm-hmm. you get to experience emotions. You get to get angry. You get to get mad. You know, you get to throw those yeah, things in there. Right. Yeah, and and that's Maybe fun. Yeah. You know, we. That, I think those things are missing in people. Like, they want to be above all that, but it, don't you think it's fun to, like, get in an argument with somebody? Like, you get to... If you can maintain control, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you can do that, like, I think arguments, a lot of times my arguments happen. Like, for instance, I was sparring last night, and we were just doing technical, and got kicked in the face with a front kick, Right. And that was, a, that was like an argument for me. So I came back in hard because we were supposed to go technical, all of that. And so hard shots, nice hard head kick that, you know, I put it on the glove, but still, you know, put it in there and answered. You got that out of you. And then it was like, okay, now we're back to being cool. But it's it's fun, right? You You like it. You just don't want the other guy then 
to fucking flip out and then you got to flip out and then it just becomes this out of control full-on fight for too long i mean again there's levels of that that's fun to take it if everybody can back off and be like man i needed that thank you Mm -hmm. you know um those things are i think essential and somebody like sam you would never really see that enjoyment out of that like you know experience right so do you think he's like that all the time yeah, or is I he, think he's like everything that I've seen about could him. Could he just? Could it be like be his character? Just what he shows? I don't. I don't know. Everything that I've heard, like that everything that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe he gives off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So that's a hard. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think it's better to aspire to that level? Well, yeah, I think I would just, I, I just see it a little differently as like mm-hmm. what they're different, what they symbolize to me is a little different, you know? Um, what about, what about this? Um, I saw this crazy video. It was uh, this preacher talking about trans stuff and, and it's like, it's been going around and he's like, the this person who posted it framed it as like, conviction the power of being of having conviction and that this guy really believed it maybe i won't repeat it because it'll probably sound bad if i repeated it but it was like dope how this dude put it (laughs) it was dope you know um you know and uh yeah so his point was just in conviction like how um like how how you say something also get something more across than just the words and maybe sometimes someone like sam harris lacks that type of conviction yeah because well it doesn't you know, have he has conviction emotion think, but yeah it's like it. it's missing it, some of that other that's stuff, what it lacks yeah. i mean mm-hmm. it's it's weird in the regards that so i think if more people were like sam harris right and had that approach there would be less or no war but mm-hmm. is that a good thing or a bad thing you know what i'm saying is that what we would want could you imagine if everybody was like that it was like a world of spocks everything was a logical (laughs) conversation nobody would talk shit it would just be right there'd be no highs no lows would that be a good (laughs) trade-off for fucking not having war and not having destruction and things like that yeah yeah I don't know. But I also wouldn't frame those as the two options between them either. You know, like that he's Spock and then and then Jordan's emotional. It's also the 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 spiritual atheist. It's the mind, you know, the pure mind. Sam Harris is like pure But that's logic, what I'm saying. Computer, what people are trying to look at what, what the other thing look is. at where the arguments were like follow the science, follow the experts. Yep. They know what's good for you. Yep. They, you know, so I do think it's like that. I do think that those are the two options as far as I think there should be range. I think I agree that that, that's almost like how you're characterizing mm -hmm. the Sam Harris, Mm -hmm. logical, scientific, trust the experts. And I agree with what I'm wondering about is what the other opposite is. Kind of like what Anna was saying. Well, being connected, right? And and Mm -hmm. being human. And so I think with that, that we look at things and we say, okay, at what rate do we allow these changes to happen because the changes are going to be inevitable, right? Technology has to be there. But we've, 
in the what did they they've said something crazy like in the past like 20 years or something that the technology has advanced more than in all of human history is that the kind yeah. of stat there's some there's well, Kurzweil's sure. theory with uh, singularity too is that mm-hmm. by 2045 we'll reach a point of singularity where technology will be speeding up so fast we can't even perceive it right yeah that the world around us will be yeah. a constant so change. so that's that the is thing a constant change that you that. wonder is that happening because yeah eventually it's going to happen but to survive it right to survive it at least well how we know it it's um happening too fast we're not adapting to those changes i mean mm-hmm. if you look at all the problems that kids are having yep. and you look at right. these Hyper, things that they're going through yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like they're they're not able to mm-hmm. they're not able to adapt to it but maybe that's the whole goal of that idea of singularity right is that you we're just going to accelerate this human thing because it's taken too fucking long maybe they're like god damn we've given mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. a couple hundred thousand years and they're only to this monkey phase mm-hmm. let's fucking pump it up or maybe it's just the properties of technology like it's just mean? at the rate at like it naturally once you it's like once you unlock certain things in technology it just exponentially increases it's just in its nature right i bet that's true but is it the wheel it's pretty slow after the wheel you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but then maybe the engine the printing press right like yeah there's a couple things accelerated but then it was like computer chip you know really kicked it into gear right once those things happen then but i wonder too if that's you know again i don't know sometimes i wonder like is it what we what we want to do is break away from those things is being human and going through the human process again the right way to the next level whatever that is if you believe that there's a next level or is mm. the other way what we're trying to do is lose the human process so we can mm. get this so why not just get there what if what and, if yeah, yeah. but do people mm. even know what the human purpose is so like well, purpose or everybody or process, has a right? different yeah but mm-hmm. it's I think, I think i think that's a good point though because purpose in in implies an evolution implies and progress implies a goal mm-hmm. right so this one aspect of us which is also like the liberal thing um is to to we're trying they're trying to get somewhere right right and like you're saying like it's all about change but so same right? with same with religion same with it's still know, trying though. to get I, somewhere. Okay, you think I was yeah. going to make the the claim that <laughs> that the opposite side would be um, like the stability side, the not change side, right? And it says that um, if we act in this way that is constant, then that's good. That's well, the purpose or whatever. It's not necessarily like changing to some future. Well, but when you, you look know. at most religions, most religions, whether they were ancient religions, whether they were, you know, small religions that were, you know, like indigenous to certain groups of people, um, it was some level of transcendence, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it seems to me like, and, and this is what the purpose versus the process or in in with the process is the purpose is to transcend 
to a, to another level, right? Yeah. And so when we look at the um, atheist crowd, right? Let's just say for now that's a technological level of advancement. When we look at then the people that are more in tune with, you know, like religion and, and that kind of thing. It becomes another level of advancement, but more of a spiritual in, level of advancement. Even, internal advancement. I would say. I would mm -hmm. say. Right. And so then we look at then the process. That's what I'm saying. I wonder, is the process the key to that? Because if you go the other route, and you were supposed to live the human experience, and you bypass the human experience, does that mess up your experience in the next you know place was that the necessary thing or is it like get out of that experience as fast as you can because that's what you're trying to transcend anyway so mm. that technological experience you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. how they would be mm -hmm. two different processes mm -hmm. and how you would pursue that and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you just look at then it's a hard balance. being human mm. that process if you look at it from a human perspective like your body is meant to move. It literally is meant to move, right? That's mm -hmm. why we have the joints. That's why we have the um, angles that our hips are at. That's why we have the ability to create leverage and, and everything like that. Well, your mind works off of movement from your body because there's this connection with it. And so when we only focus on our mind and we don't move that body, what's happening at least from the human experiences people are starting to get fat well when you make things too easy what do you want you want things quicker so people eat fucking a bowl of frosted flakes rather than crack some eggs and eat some eggs or or something mm -hmm. like that right and so you see these things get easier and more efficient but what happens is all of those things that are human are starting to suffer. Your mental state, right? Your connection with people, your fucking physical abilities. You look at kids nowadays, kids, man, look at, uh, I was talking with Tim the other day and he was telling me, he was like, yeah, we were just looking at baby food. And he's like, in the baby food, the first ingredient is high fructose corn syrup, right? And that's what they're starting with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's this thing that is like you you look at that and you see at least from a human perspective how we understand it, all of those things are wrong if you're supposed to maintain that human experience, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That kind of makes me think of, you know, when you talk about people at Costco and they're all like... Um, hurting, hurting or, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, ants or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of that same idea, um, the things that we do. Like we go to the grocery store, we depend on that. Like everybody is just... It's the feedlot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they're consumers, right? Exactly. But here's the thing. I think in community where everybody's depending on one another for their different skills and their different interests, I think is important, right? I think that that's the thing that's missing so they can just go to feed lots yeah. you know and then you can just yeah. get I that but there's I, no there's mm -hmm. no connection with how but you then again, there's mm -hmm. some people who don't like 
they don't want to transcend. Mm -hmm. They don't think, they just think it's a random thing of the universe and that there is nothing spiritual. So there, what you called me the fucking other week. What did you call me? <laughs> yeah. Not play a character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man. Yeah, I was just talking about your clothes. Um, but yeah. I have every right. <laughs> That's, that's, that's why I still think about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What if we all are? Right. Yeah, what if we're just what? It, and by the way, I said like one that had become aware. So <laughs> like you know, there is some credit and merit. One that like awoke. Took the red pill. Yep. Right. That is the Matrix again, right? They're mm -hmm. all like, you know, in the, they're, you know, New York or whatever, yeah. walking the streets in their suits, going to the job. Or it's funny though, right. you know, again, that's where I think there's, there's a big split ideologically is that I think the Democrat side is moving that direction and the conservative side is literally on the other side making trying to live the human experience and, and there are sides. push that narrative yeah there are um, sides and they do line up like that that uh, go ahead if you're finished no and i was just yeah. gonna say i mean i legitimately got red pilled you know like right. where it was it was an awakening when i was you know again challenged to really do some non-partisan right. research and you know i'm all confident that i had the answers Right. You know, and there was very few things that I could really stick with as far as my position. You know, uh, prisons were one. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, I think with, um, so did you guys see that um, Judge Jackson Brown? I think that's it. Okay, so, you know, she's super, super left-wing. There's nothing... She's the Supreme Court Yeah, nominee, Supreme whatever. Court nominee yeah. that I agree with her. Doesn't know what a woman is. As far as, yeah, any of that shit. But She's I do bad. agree with one point <laughs> right. that she made. And this is where I think Republicans, you know, or, or conservatives, because, you know, the Republican Party to me is kind of fucked up in, in a lot of regards. But um, mm. the conservatives, and that's, so there was that case of um, that pedophilia case of that 18-year-old who had like images of like 14 year olds. I think it was like 13 or 14 year olds. And what she was saying is to some degree, she was using her discretion by saying there's not that big of an age gap and you shouldn't ruin somebody's entire life for a discretion that is in, you know, not too long ago would be very understandable. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. So, you know, I think with wanting to be so hard on crime, you know, because that's what the conservative side pushes is that, you know, they're soft on crime. It's like, well, let's fucking remove a lot of these laws that make things crimes and fucking address some of the main ones. But, you know, that's my problem. That's one of my big problems with the conservatives is that there's this we need to have justice so much mm. but again a lot of their justice is very you know destructive 
to, to people that aren't really doing things that are that fucking, you know what I'm saying? That, right, right, right. that are even bad. I mean, yeah. compared to what a lot of the for leadership sure. is doing. Yeah. Right. People in jail for weed, yeah. you know, for however long, you know, there's all kinds of that. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. for not paying taxes. It's like somebody not paying taxes. I could understand if it was maybe like some large multi-million dollar amount, but the government mismanages our funds so bad. It's like, wh- why should they be like on people who are being a little bit corrupt when they're fucking overtly, openly, massively corrupt? It's like, you know, there's, there's reasons that fucking people don't want to pay taxes. It's mm-hmm. not because it's like, look at these wars. This is what they say with like the wars in the day when, um, there was a gold standard when money was worth what money was worth that for an empire or whatever to sustain war or to have conquest, they had to tax their people, right? right? Mm -hmm. But they could only tax for what people had. There was no Mm -hmm. artificial inflation of Mm. money. And so they couldn't just prolong these wars because they didn't have money to back it to pay for the war. And so there was a lot more um, discretionary warring. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like they would be shorter. They wouldn't last for 20 years. They, they wouldn't be in that mode where you could just print right. fucking money and put money into a system, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. just... So, keeps so taking. that's a part of it, the money part. Yeah, so that's a mm-hmm. huge part. I mean... That's out of 1984, right? Wars aren't meant to be won. They're meant to be... Prolonged. Something like that, maintained yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. the military-industrial, yeah. you know, complex. And this this is what's funny about, at least in my mind, about just when we go... If we go a little political for a sec is that, like, you look at somebody like Trump and he was actually going against those guys. The Democrats have always pretended to be against war and the military industrial complex. And they're the ones when the dust settles are the ones pushing these fucking wars. That war in Ukraine in Mm -hmm. a lot of regards had a chance of not ever even happening, but they Mm -hmm. seem to have encouraged it to, to happen. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes along with it as far as interests. Right. Like I like, I like the idea, like, I think there are sides right now, and there is some weird battle going on between atheists and non-atheists, between Mm -hmm. materialists and whatever you're saying, connecting to whatever, you know, those two sides are at war, the be in the matrix and not be in the matrix, and, you know, I just like the idea of, of trying to see those things uh, be, beyond the just like the parties or whatever because you know but it, it would be ingenuous to, for, for me to say that I don't think maybe I would say more the left or something is infected and like a little out of control right now um, but I still would rather see what those things are even behind the left like I rather like label those things than well I, you know, I think you know I mean? that the left has every right to feel that the right is out of control. Ones, right? You know what I'm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. 
it's and they it, think it's that, like people saying Russia the, the, is in the is in the wrong. But if you're in the Russian government, you might very well think right. we're in the right. I'm not mm, saying not that there's right. a value that's greater than the other. My belief system is on one side that directly has opposing beliefs. I question, I wonder, man, that that's why I was posing the question, is it really for us to to utilize this technology and transcend the human experience faster is that the right route um i mean those thoughts pop in my head at times mm -hmm. but everything that i've grown to believe in you know training through martial arts and doing jujitsu and it's about connection it's about you know that touch it's about experiencing and suffering and you know enjoying it right enjoying the process of man this is you know enjoying the process like i try to do this once a day where i'm doing something that i want to quit and enjoy it you, you know mountain biking is one of the things that really does that to me where i'm climbing you know in these front range trails here are fucking pretty did you, you know, really need to like do that or aren't you doing that all the time anyway well <laughs> but but you like know doing you, things you that you make you want to quit well whatever. you you want to try things <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like your everyday you're normal <laughs> yeah but you want to expand the experience right because it it allows you to have more of that human experience you know, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I is what that, saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I wonder. I mean, a lot again, of that stuff is in the body. Uh huh. So that's a lot of what I'm hearing you say mm -hmm. is getting yourself into the body. Yeah. Suffering, maybe, I mean, is in the body in a way, mm -hmm. too. You know? But I still enjoy like pleasures. You, mm -hmm. you know, in mm -hmm. a lot of religions, you know, they want you to relinquish that desire mm -hmm. for, for pleasures. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm still kind of means. in. Yeah that place where right. but maybe that's what the life experience is about you keep them in control and you're working on becoming better but right. i see too many people who give up the pleasures right they try mm. to okay i'm gonna mm. quit smoking i mean mm. smoking isn't a pleasure for me but maybe to them it is whatever they consider mm. pleasures and quit drinking and start working out and change my diet right, and, they right? Can't do it all and, and they fail yeah and right. so it just and then nothing imp changes implodes but yeah. mm -hmm. if you enjoy and say okay well let's say i'm fucking drinking three or four times a week right mm. um and i really enjoy that fucking you know whatever that is and you would you wouldn't give that in the kind of value system a positive value i don't think anybody's like, oh, man, he's such a good person because he drinks three or four times a week, right? So that would kind of fall into that more, you know, like desire element, mm. those yeah. things that are considered maybe a little bit mm -hmm. of places you want to transcend. Mm. But if you if you understand that you, you have those and you control them to some degree, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You don't go... And you can't be addicted to everything. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Or if you do have an addic addictive personality, like maybe you mm -hmm. direct it towards and, something and that's that there's positive. A, there's levels, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know what, I, what I've been trying to understand, I think in, in, uh, in Christianity, they would call that like the passions. And so we all have hungers, all kinds of hungers, right? For food, sex, power, uh, 
competence, uh, social status. Um, you know what I mean? So, and then maybe those are related to the sins or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's about just like cutting them off because it, it would be more like that's natural because we have to eat, mm-hmm. right? So you need to eat to live. But once it gets over some, some line, then it becomes bad, right? Or it's always a, something to curtail somehow. Well, and right? you think about, you think about that, that when we go back to sides, it's what you eat, right? You mm. want to eat things that don't have on one side mm. as much of a, right. a life connected to it. And as, so, so then you need to have some intelligence uh-huh. just about making moral. That's a moral decision at that point. Sure. Right? But it's the like, reality from a human perspective, if you go back to the human experience, you have to take life to sustain your life. That is, right. that has been one of the rules for the, since the beginning, beginning of, of our existence. Beginning of life yeah. itself, probably. So, <laughs> you know, people don't want that to happen. They want to change it, you know, where that's not the case. Right. Where when they kill somebody, they get back up. You, you know, there's no... Respawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's true. You know, like lab oh, meat. Like... Bill Gates is pushing that lab meat and all of that right, right. crazy shit. Yeah. I, I have friends who said straight up, oh, I would totally eat lab meat if, right. you know, once it's out there. And I'm like, right. you know, part of knowing Again, it that, makes sense. All these things are seductive because it's like it's, it's appealing to their compassion. But, right? it's but like, hey, is that gonna... compassionate? Because then there's, there's no use for the cow. But it's still feeding right? on their compassion. They're, they can think that they're right. doing the right thing. And we're right. all trying to do the right thing. But just, you know, finding out what that is can be tricky, right? And then to trust the novelty, mm-hmm. to trust the machine that made the meat right. and all the science But then you get detached it from it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to know. People aren't going to be like, oh, man. I want to have a connection with that machine. It becomes less and less, mm. you know. Mm. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. But the more you have a connection, the more, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to process their own meat. But when you process your own meat, there's a different connection with that meat. Right. You I know, bet. there's I a bet. different earning yeah. of that. You yeah. take care of it different. You treat it different. Yeah. You appreciate it more. my girl go more. through because she like... You know, not to talk shit or whatever, but there can't be any fat on it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, you know what I mean? She can't see it in a certain state. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a lot of people. You know, it's like, uh, and then turn off, like, and she can't even eat, like, meat with bones in it. So no, like, That's, dark meats. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you know what I'm saying? That is a and it's like, very and, prevalent I know, and it's like not really like her have. fault or whatever, but it's because. It's crazy how many people. Yeah. The boneless, that, skinless yeah. chicken breast Right, because it's, it's the cleanest thing. It's like bleed. And like, you know what I mean? There's nothing, there's nothing alive about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like a piece of plastic mm-hmm. and you just like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, that wasn't a being, you know, so then yeah. you can just like put it in the pan and it helps them deal with that. Because mm-hmm. once, once she sees or people like that see blood, you know, right? can't put the temperature thing in the steak because mm-hmm. then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's wow. just society did that to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it made us like... Yeah, and it's, you know, it's trying to push us in that mm-hmm, direction, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I've wondered what it would be like to have that, to actually, 
you know, process an animal to kill an animal, you know what I mean? Because I've never done that either. So yeah. even to me, it's like something I buy at the store. Right. You know, it's all wrapped up, you know. Yeah, so I don't have that relationship you either. you kill crabs or lobsters? No. Or fish or anything? A fish, yeah. I've killed fish. Yeah, fishing, yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't even like killing the worm. I'll be honest. Oh, and because of how, like, you know, I'm I'm fucking weak because where I dude, I don't kill shit, you know? I don't it's kill like, insects that are in here. Right. Okay. But uh-huh. I do, like, for me, like sport fishing or, or sport stuff like that, mm. not interested in. Because like, you don't need it. Well, yeah, well, I could uh-huh. do it photography. I could do that sport with photography. Now, fishing, maybe not. You know, because I don't want to hook a fish and right. you know do that. But. Um, if I was just going for trophy hunting, you could do the same relative thing with photography. You still got to get close. You still got to be quiet. Oh, you still okay. got to stalk them. Uh-huh. You know, so you could have the thrill of the chase. Right. But for eating, for mm. sustenance, mm. I can do it all day long and um, appreciate it. You know, my dogs are carnivores. They got to eat meat. Mm. You know, we. So there's yeah. this thing that the the last. Do vegans often like want to make their dogs or cats? Yeah, I like, think yeah. so. Like, I think that, they fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> My sister was doing it with their dog, and then he was getting sick. It was his shit and right. And at some point, uh, luckily, my brother-in-law convinced her and was like, "We gotta at least be giving him some fucking bacon fat or something." Yeah. You know, like, well, that's what they're meant to eat. They're not meant to. There's yeah. no species that's like like that that does well switching them. To a vegan diet, you know, that's right. a carnivore, right. and that, especially carnivore. And then you say, okay, like we're gonna make you an ethical, right. you know, predator or whatever, and turn you right. into a vegan. Right. It just doesn't work yeah. out so well, and it's hard to say. Like with people, I'm still not even remotely convinced. I'm just trying to be, you know, like polite to the people who choose that lifestyle, but. I think if you look at it from a health and fitness, again, going back to the human connection, lifestyle, it's not good for you. If you're trying to transcend and leave suffering and not contribute to suffering and doing that, then I think it's it might be a necessary you know place. But there's no data that I've seen that says anywhere that it's a performance-enhancing or, you know... Um, you can't make the argument that it's healthier. Yeah, exactly. For the body. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, if that's not the case, and you're eating less healthy foods, then you can't experience the they, human they, they experience They might like that, right? They mm-hmm. would say, I'm sacrificing my own health Yeah. for, you know, to not hurt other beings. Yeah, or, and, you know, again, mm-hmm. if somebody is... If that's their thing... Um, I still don't think they're doing it, though. I I think that that's a lie that they tell themselves because unless you are gardening your own food, mm-hmm. unless you are doing that or you're part of a small co-op right. that... But you could say you're doing it less. And, you know, I'm no, not, I'm not, not trying if to you're, argue not that. If you're like utilizing, probably. not if you're utilizing those products. I mean, there's more animals well, that are killed in, you know, like monocropped fields mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more animals displaced so that might be true yeah. so but you have to well this is then just, you look at size right this is just the predicament we're mm-hmm. in is it's like we depend on a system that has like bad karma right 
like it does things all fucked up it monocrops it mm-hmm. you know it pollutes oceans right. it you know it does all these things and just buying a pencil somehow connects it to this company that did this thing and mm-hmm. this wood that came from this for you know um and that's the hard thing to calculate is like and so they're trying to do the calculation they're like well i'm already hurting this many things in their mind, they think, "Oh, you know, I could hurt one less." I see. I don't. I don't think that they think that way. I don't think that they look at that process. I think the only thing that they look at is the cute, cuddly cow, and that's the only thing that they see mm. is that we can't do this to this, this you know beautiful animal. Too, I bet. And, mm. and they are beautiful animals, man. Mm-hmm. They're right. they're great. Pigs are fucking super intelligent. Right. You know. Um, I wouldn't be able to raise a pig like, you know, because people raise them as pets and then eat it. It would be a pet. It's like you're part of the family now. But there's there's that part, though, that I think is important from a human perspective. The humanist side is that you are consuming life. So it's important that you experience the fact that you're consuming life. Because if you can't, if you want to shut it off, then you're still, you know, you're, you're just fooling yourself. Now, maybe again, that's the acceleration of the transcendence because what they're saying is, yeah, the quicker everybody does that, the quicker we can implant the chips in your mind. And as soon as we implant the chips, we can upload everybody, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's the goal. Maybe that's mm-hmm. like, again, the legit matrix is mm-hmm. the goal is, is that. But if you look at it from a that's weird because then all that's left, all that's left is like a bunch of algorithms yeah. on a computer right. on, a, on a planet. There's just like a computer somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> right? I just think like, that the comfort that we were talking about, or like the ease of things, is just making some people believe that they are invincible. Like they can adapt to anything. They could adapt to any diet. They think that they can, their pets can adapt to any diet. Um, they just, it's basically the disconnection that you were talking about earlier. They think that their mind, which I do think the mind is powerful, mm-hmm. but they think it's so powerful so that they can just change whatever they're well, physical. I think they yeah. think someone else's mind is so powerful. I don't think they think that their mind is so powerful. I don't, you know, because I think there's levels. I think, think there's do. like I a, would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I don't because uh. if you look at the lack of thinking in it, if you look at the lack but of thinking, but they think involved, I know better. They think I know better, and, and that's, that's why they're that's, not thinking. That's, that's, the pride, how they that's the pride of that. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and speak think, from a generational I think, perspective. I think that's how they justify the not thinking. I, I think you're absolutely yeah, correct not, uh, sure. that people do think that they're mind is that powerful because that was something when i was in my early 20s like i i fucking would hear that repeated often like uh and it was a part of the the bullshit from that documentary the secret you remember Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah. that that convinced it convinced a whole generation you can think think it and make it happen uh, you can like call it but you can though that is that is real there's truth to it i I think there is truth to it Mm -hmm. but so many people became convinced that just thinking and sitting back and doing nothing right all kinds of (laughs) would just bring it to them (laughs) and that's where you got this generation of crystal fucking healers and and but it's accelerating what they wanted to do this is what i was saying is they want to accelerate the process have you read the book um, think and Grow Rich. 
Uh, it's is it Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon yeah. Hill. It's a brilliant yeah. fucking book, and he talks a lot about that. Right, that yeah. that's the first step. You, you've got it. to visualize being what you want. You got to yeah. see it coming to you. Yeah. So he talks about he's talking about money, right? He's like, don't just say I want to be rich. Pick an exact dollar amount and mm. see yourself mm. making that money yeah. every single day, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you got to do it when you wake up. You got to do it before you go to bed. You got to do it looking mm. at yourself in the mirror. Like you got to say right? it out loud. Correct. But the problem is then what everybody wants to do is that part and then it's supposed to come to you. Yeah. They are not getting right. the next part. Now, like, what I put it on, start I to, the right. right, now that you see yourself yeah. doing that, yeah, now start to put it into place, right? right. Now you got to take the first step in mm -hmm. making that reality happen and yeah. then the next step and the next step. And, yeah. you know, and that's that transcendence part. They're trying to get there yeah. too quick. Like, I, I mean, seriously, I did this for so long when I was the young martial artist who thought I was so much wiser than everybody else and thought I had all the fucking answers. And, you know, I was still disciplined. I was training hard, meditating. But what I wanted to be was too wise too quick. You know, you wanted to be like everybody gives Bruce Lee this level of credit and he deserves a ton of it, right? But he was only 31. You, you know what I'm saying? A lot of his values and ideas might have changed. And so you've got to still look at it. He was a brilliant 31-year-old, right. but Super. that is still a young person in, mm -hmm. you right. know, the wisdom that you're trying yeah. to develop and you're it's trying like to take that. on. Coleman Hughes is like that. Uh -huh. Like he's so fucking smart. It's crazy. But then once in a while you're like, hmm. Right? Yeah. There's but you're still, there, right? yeah. you're still young. You're still... So those are things that at least I experienced. I wanted to be to this place that... You know, it's almost like demanded, like, um, respect versus earned respect, right? And then it, it was funny because I saw one of the guys that I trained with. I had left this academy after a while, and um, they were acting like that. And I was like, fuck, I must have been doing that, right? Mm. And so it was, a, it was an awakening for me. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't. Really go deep into the titles of. Can, can we you know, riff on that arts. for a second? Yeah. Just that me and my uh, me and someone were talking about this. Uh, that like in Phoenix's school, mm -hmm. um, all the teachers are um, uh, by name, first name. You know, uh -huh. Chad, principal. The principal's Chad. Okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's not even he. His elementary school was at least. Like Mrs. Sarah mm -hmm. or whatever, they at yep. least would do a Miss Mister, yep. and then the name. Um, and oh, so they took gender out. Is that what happened? Ooh, well, I mean, that's interesting. I hadn't even put that together because yeah. once you hmm. well, they can also replace it with teacher. Right. So there could be formal. So what we were just talking about how everything formal is just being like mm -hmm. wiped out. Yeah. Right. And so to be specific with this one, because we were just kind of vibing on this, and I, I actually mm -hmm. wondered what you thought. Um, that something happens when you say Mr. Mm -hmm. as a kid, yep. you know, yep. um, all of a sudden they're not leveled. That's what, that's what maybe our like final conclusion yep. was like, it's another leveling. It's like, because you would have teacher and principal or yep. whatever it is, they're above you. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And you listen to them. Right. It's authority. Um, and 
once you like just start saying their first name, somehow psychologically it like makes everything level. And even at Phoenix's school, yeah. that's like part of what they say. They say we are crew, not passengers or something like that. Yeah. And so we're all the crew of the ship or something. I've got you know, mixed mm-hmm. feelings on that. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know how many pilots can. Right. You know, guide an airplane. <laughs> right. You can't all be pilots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you I, know, I the think crew, they're... the ship still needs a captain. I don't know how they deal with the analogy, but. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's my rationale, right, for that. <laughs> the principal's like, I'm just a part of the crew, guys. <laughs> right, yeah, you yeah. got this. But there's a reality with martial arts. There, there really is. And that that is, it's a cult. It legitimately mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You get in, it's a cult. You're doing things. You're there's hierarchies, right? right? There's legitimate. Right. You're on the mat. You're fighting. You're vying for mm-hmm. your position. So there's realities. We could like pretend that's not the case, but you know it as well as I know it. You guys all know it. That if if you guys can tap me out, that bolsters your position even if it's only once even if it's only lucky and that leads you to another one and that all of a sudden that positions you different because now people are going to approach you in a little different manner they're going to have more reservations it gives you an up you know what i'm saying so um there's a natural competence aspect to a hierarchy that just happens correct Mm. so that's a big thing the problem that i always that I was seeing is that one, you know, that that's a touchy place to be because a lot of people then put a lot of stake in a sensei or a professor, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Yeah, you said that right? before that even like people thought you were like a therapist. Yeah, right? and, and like, <laughs> I I think right. and you had to like in the crew that we've got and and mm-hmm. as I'm making some changes, we might make some adjustments especially for you know youngsters but my goal isn't to train youngsters you know mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. being a 420 friendly academy mm-hmm. you know that that's, does make that does make it a lot different yeah. too mm-hmm. as far so, as so yeah so mm-hmm. the ones that we've got are i think probably the last generation of youngsters mm-hmm. that i'm going to be working with at least for a while mm-hmm. i'm torn though because i like it when i find good youngsters mm-hmm. you know then you want to be around them and you want to train them you want to have that influence but parents need it or adults need it right. um, just mm-hmm. as much right. because, you know, they're around them more than I would be. Mm-hmm. So um, would you be they more, could train. Would you be more uh, likely to have kids? Yes, 100 percent. I think, you know, say. what I try to do is I try to always make sure they call the other instructors sensei. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. usually say that about me. Mm-hmm. I usually say that about the other instructors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. That makes you sense. Know, yeah. For me, like I've never wanted to be someone's leader. You know, that for me is like, a, it's like, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. we can be but together you, you gotta, in this. You got to somehow make boundaries though, because yeah, in correct. some ways you are in far as far as like, let's well, say skill wise. That's where I, in things. a lot of regards with adults, I want it to be inferred. Like, you know, you guys know, right. we don't need to, you don't need to call me sensei. You know, when we bow, you guys aren't bowing to me. We're mm. bowing to each other mm. as a greeting, getting our minds ready for the training space that we're in, right? Because, mm. you know, we're choking each other out. We're hitting each other. So you got to be present. Mm. You can't yeah, be like thinking like about respect for some the space. Right. Right. Mm. And so, you know, that's why I've never had students clean the gym. You, you know mm. what I'm saying? I've mm. never, ever mm. done that. 
I've always done it or someone else has mm. done it. That's specific. about a kung fu movie or something. A lot of gyms did that. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of gyms did that. Okay. But that was a Jelly actually was a he would always mop and he uh-huh. was like in the Tai Chi movie. Yeah. You see that and one? And then you're pra- yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's practicing, you uh-huh. know, and he doesn't know how to do anything, but he like learns. But and that's cleaning. how the Tai Chi uh-huh. like came about. Yeah. Is that the water and the yeah. I, I mean <laughs> sure I I guess cool I'd I'd rather be actually training. I think you can still do those moves training that you don't right. have to do like the wax on, wax off, you know. Uh-huh. That's yeah, more to see stuff that if they're committed. Do. Right. Like, well, the best thing about combine the two. Right. the The best thing about the wax on, wax off, uh-huh. I think, is that it was a trick. It was a trick to see right. if you're committed to learn. No, no, no. I no. What I think is, it's even a high, like a mm-hmm. higher level, is you tr- can trick someone into learning something. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what it was. It but, was if, like, but if he would have quit, he would have never. It did that too. It did that too. Because then he, you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. like. He's like, paint the fence. But, and then he just leaves. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? After a while. Right. You're but right, that's so. my biggest problem yeah. that I see. And, you know, you're going to see this a ton being, you know, going in the direction that you want to go. You're, you see this a ton playing, mm-hmm. teaching music. But is that, you know, getting that level of commitment for people to show that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have this level of commitment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's too easy to start something and quit. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's right. probably the biggest thing that I've seen where you put levels. a bunch of time into somebody mm-hmm. and then you think that they're going to be like, oh, this person is going to be solid. They're going to be mm-hmm. training for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, six months into it, they fucking fizzle out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a waste, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm different. Like now i I let people, if you're going to be here, I'm going to see that you're going to be here before I'm going to put a ton of time into you mm-hmm. because yep. there's that everybody here is good enough now where there's not like, you know, this huge thing that somebody couldn't give somebody a good training session, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I look at it that way. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my time isn't necessarily going to be committed to someone who might be here for a few and then might leave right you know a little bit later so the wax on wax off is a you know what i'm saying that is kind of a thing Mm -hmm. to see okay Mm -hmm. well because once you put in that time or that effort um you know some gyms do it in money where they say you know you got to pay this big upfront. it's to make sure you're going to stick around long enough and if you can get someone to stick around long enough then you have a better chance of mm-hmm. maintaining that, you know, relationship and, um, yeah. you know, benefiting from their long-term, you know, kind of commitment. Mm-hmm. You're going to find that it's going to be the, it's already happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the couple of people that I expected were like going to be easy customers mm-hmm. almost, uh, not immediately, you know, but within a few short months were, Mm-hmm. And just had excuse after excuse after yeah. excuse, and then that's where maybe like music's good because at least they have to buy a guitar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then they made a commitment. Oh, I bought the thing. I yeah. spent the money. It's sitting there in the house. Well, I make people you know pay mean? monthly, so at least right. you would think they'd be like, they would be. I want to the... finish this month. You know, <laughs> the ones they already paid yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, you would think a few of them were just like yeah. gave up three sessions immediately. Right. Essentially, I mean, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, with with music you know it's like if someone hits me up there's like a one in six chance i can actually get them in my house you know what i mean and then if we like set a lesson 
you know, they might last, you know, one in four lasts more than two. You know what I mean? It like keeps getting lower and lower numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with adults, like yeah. kids, you know, they, they people commit to kids. That's why they you say know. like 90, I don't know, 8%, 99%, something like that of mm. people who start jujitsu never reach a black belt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a That's super, a super low. It's a low number. Yeah. It's low yeah. Number. But it's like that with anything, I would mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard to commit. To anything, especially when it takes a lot of time, mm -hmm. you know, when you're Which looking at everything does. Like if you commitment want to be good of ten at, years, right? You know, mm -hmm. if you're, no, if some people get it yeah. quicker. You uh -huh. know, yeah. some people get it, right? You know, a little bit later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm -hmm. that's a, I mean, that's more than a fucking PhD commitment. Mm. If you started, mm -hmm. you know, that's right as you got out of high school, mm -hmm. right? It's more than a doctor's commitment. Like if you went to medical school, started mm -hmm. and went to, it's mm -hmm. a so tough one. Yeah. Especially for like maybe a, a competitor too. Mm -hmm. Like how many hours did yeah. they put in? But now they're, they're not doing know. 10 years. You know, those guys, you know, you get some of them that are getting it now in a relatively short amount okay. of time. Right. Because they're putting in, you know, how can you, if somebody's coming to, you know, one hour of training a night right. over a 10 year period, and let's say they're good. Right. Right. Versus somebody that. who's yeah. doing four and five hours a day, Every day. over, yeah. you right. know, a five-year period. That right. four and five hours a day is going to yeah. have so much yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. exponential growth over the so other. So that's interesting because there's different belts for different types of person. Mm -hmm. Like, what are they earning? Right. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to take all that into, you know, consideration. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. um, that's where the the wisdom comes in because a lot of young guys think, that well it's only if they can do x and it's like well a 50 year old dude who's starting out isn't going to be able to do those things they're never going to be able to do those things they might not be able to tap half the group out when they get their black belt mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that let's say you know i'm a 35 year old black belt who would be promoting uh, my you know 55 year old student that I even really understand what that person's level of achievement is. That's where I mm. feel right now. I'm just in a place where I can legitimately um, promote people to those levels. You know what I'm saying? With a full understanding of what somebody older is going to experience mm. and what young people need mm. to experience, yeah. right? I'm in that real good place of you know, seeing that range. Mm -hmm. um, I don't need to be 70 to be doing that, but at 35, no fucking way. I don't have any clue what a 50-year-old at 35 is gone through, going through, what kind of changes, what kind of things would be something that they could learn. You, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Something that would fit them. So that doesn't mean that you couldn't you know, assist them along and, and get them there. But, you know, again, there's got to be a, a process of learning. I think it's as much for a young person like that to learn like the person who they're learning or, or who they're teaching. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They got to learn as much because there's that level of experience that, yeah. you know, they don't have. Now, once you do several of them and you've kind of earned that understanding, then you don't have to necessarily live through that experience but what happens this is what i see is that the young guys don't ever learn that and so they just assume that that's the way it's done you'll see tons of trainers 
that do that in all aspects. They think because it works for them that the mm, person who's right. coming in yeah. that's older or injured or you know lighter or whatever, shorter, that it's going to work for them and what works for them works yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. There's some difference between someone good at something and then someone who understands the thing well enough to see all those variations mm -hmm. of that same pattern or whatever. Yeah. Right? Because that does take something else. Like someone can be great at almost anything and Do you think and, and that's just a unable. lack of connection? No, I think it's a lack of wisdom. Mm -hmm. you, you, I and mean, there's different types of knowing too. Mm -hmm. It's like one person can know how to do something. Mm -hmm. and that's just what they know. They can do the thing. Right. But once you're like, what did you do? Then they may not have that as well as someone else. You know, they're like different types of knowledge. Yeah, right? for sure. And mm -hmm. at different at different experiences in your life, though, you know, mm -hmm. that's one of the big mm -hmm. things that, again, when we look at Bruce Lee, well, Bruce Lee, like going back to him and and I have all the respect in the world for what he's done. I mean, he was a major part of what I'm mm -hmm. made my whole career doing. But um he was taking those medications because he had fucking a ton of anxiety or a ton of stress from, you know, what he was setting as his career. And so again, there's for the wisdom that he was professing, there wasn't necessarily an understanding of still living that wisdom. You know, he, and it's not because he was unintelligent or, or whatever, it's because he didn't live long enough to start to really be able to apply those things that he was mm -hmm. saying because part of the reason that he passed was due to the medications that he was taking. Right, he had a brain bleed or something potentially along with him, and um, you know there's a few different stories, but you know that idea of balance. Like the funny thing that I see is a lot of these like young yoga teachers, right, that are oh so centered when they're teaching a yoga class, and it's like, bitch, you don't even understand what center is. You think being the the thin mm -hmm. vegan mm -hmm. is the mode of health. You get into a little fender bender, someone hits you from behind, and your neck's not going to have anything. You're going to be smashing your face into that fucking steering wheel. Your little skinny body is going to be fucking blasted up against that airbag, and you're going to get fucked like that's up. that's a generalization of uh, yoga <laughs> but uh, just my opinion. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying there's no balance that's there. That's a very specific it's avatar. <laughs> Was that a good place to end? What do you think? Yeah. Ending on yoga checks. <laughs> Got anything to add? No. Just don't forget to follow us and subscribe. I sent for 20 Colorado on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Yeah. See you later.